return. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of At The Turn. Joe with you, joined by Nikki Claus. That's right. It's the unofficial start of the holiday shopping season, and we're here to guide you on your gift giving. Nick, you got a bunch of stuff prepared for us today. I got some I got some golf gift recommendations. I saw I, I I've been working really hard the last like six weeks on on golf gift giving content. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Dane post something on social yeah, media. Yeah, that was good. Just trashing, just trashing every golf gift except for matchstick ball markers. Uh, so I hope Dane's not listening to this episode because we're gonna we're gonna go fly directly in the face of his advice, and we're gonna we're gonna throw out some good golf gift ideas outside of the matchstick ball marker idea, which which I'm sure you'll touch on is a fantastic golf gift. It absolutely is. Before we get into any of it, we have some news and notes. First of all, please remember to rate and review the podcast. Nick, I don't know if you saw. We recently received a one-star review uh, on Apple Podcasts. That was there was there was no excuse me there was a, it was a one-star rating. There was no review, and I would just like to know uh, what we did to that person and why it's a one-star. If you want to give us two or three stars, I understand. Perhaps we're not clicking on all cylinders certain days, but a one-star that just feels harsh. I mean, the audio quality is always good. We're always at least moderately prepared. We bring good energy, good vibes. One star seems drastic, doesn't it? Well, there is a segment of, a growing segment of people who would be keen to give us one star, Joe. And and that is our Mad Golfers of the Week. If somebody is listening to this podcast and they find out, or maybe perhaps a friend shared this podcast with them and they happen to have been a Mad Golfer of the Week, they may be inclined to give us one star. So I will just assume any one-star reviews came from mad golfers and the reason they didn't leave a review is they don't want to be the mad golfer two times over yeah that's that's a very valid point we have a new contest a new review contest as you know the survivor pool is going to be kicking off again in january it's a winner take all pick a player each week to make the cut starting with the sony open in january you can sign up it's ten dollars or if you leave a review we're going to pick the person who less, who leaves the best review with a story of survival on the golf course. If you have the best story of survival on the golf course and you leave a review, we'll pick a winner and your entry into the survival pool will be gratis. My good friend Chris, we talked about him last week. He won a couple hundred bucks last year. It's very, very fun. Ten bucks to participate if you want to do that. Or if you just want to leave one star, I guess do that and and that's going to be up to you. But please... Rate and review the podcast, either one through five stars. Nick, one star for the crew building the SoFi Center, the home of the TGL. Did you see this piece of news? Of course I did. I mean, I'm up to the minute on on all things TGL. This is catastrophic, Joe. Now, for, for those of you who aren't aware, TGL is the Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy-backed technology golf focused league that is the name of it the technology golf focused league they're hitting into a big screen they are building some sort of a bubble-like structure to contain all of this and uh, it's off to a rough start photographs last week surfaced of the bubble collapsing construction not going well 
Um, the aforementioned Chris Corbin, a listener to the to the show, <laughs> sent me a DM. Can anyone confirm Greg Norman's whereabouts when this happened? Uh, I thought that was pretty <laughs> good, but yeah. A source says no one was hurt, but the start of the TGL is likely to be delayed. Nick, I'm so sorry. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer for the start of the TGL. I don't know what I'm going to do on my um, presumably like Tuesday nights when, when TGL is not January, on. I don't know. Where you're really just tough. itching to see people hit into a screen. Um, to watch, yeah, golf people <laughs> simulated golf. Gosh. With that, let's let's get to it, Nick. Let's get some let's get some gifts going. Your 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 handicap posting season is over. We don't need a handicap report today. I'm not playing this week. Let's just, let's just get right to the meat. Let's go. Let's take five, let's take six months off the handicap report. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? Uh, okay, good gifts for golfers. So I have these broken down into uh, five different categories. Okay, so look. Not all golf gifts are are treated equally. I might want to get you something, a golf gift. I might want to get Ashley a golf gift or vice versa. And those gifts would be very, very different. So we're going to start with perhaps the the most common type of golf gift, the under $50 golf gift. The, the, hey, I got a bunch of people to shop for, not dropping hundreds on on every single person, Uh, but still a nice gesture. So I got, I got a few things here. I think a club fitting is a good gift and there are all kinds of deals on club fittings right now. 50 bucks can get you a, a good club fitting at, at one of the reputable you know club fitters out there. And this is kind of a few things. If this is a gift from a person who has a stake in your finances, maybe it's a significant other, a club fitting is like a green light or at least a yellow light to like purchasing some new clubs. Wow. It says, hey, I want you to potentially upgrade your bag. I don't want to pick these out for you because I know you're super particular. No matter what I buy, it's going to be the wrong thing. But I want you to get the right thing and and be excited about it. It's also, even if you're not going to get new clubs, a club fitting every like three to five years is is pretty fun. It's it's very eye-opening to see and just test like all of the new clubs of a certain, like I want to hit all the new irons of this year. Like that's one place to do it and test them out and really get a feel for what's out there. And you get that comparison to like, how they perform against your own clubs. So it's kind of just a fun experience, even if you're not going to buy new clubs. I like the idea of it being sort of a signal that, hey, here's this $40 club fitting deal I found to encourage you to spend $1,200 on a whole new set of clubs in your bag. Do you like, because I'm trying to think of who, who in my life would get me a club fitting besides Lacey or like my dad? You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, your dad, Mike. Yeah, that. The, I mean, that's that's really who it that's, is, that, right? That's <laughs> the group, the people who know that I'm obsessed with golf and talk about it enough to know if I'm at that stage where it's something I don't want to do. And if you've got like a spring birthday, it could kind of like mm. parlay into the other. Like, hey, I got this club fitting. Come home from the club fitting, man. I got fit into this really awesome driver. You know, it's it's six hundred and fifty dollars. Here's but the information. Like, you know, I really want. I I think before. <laughs> here's the specs i copied you on the email um before the season starts in april by the way my birthday is in march uh i'm really looking to upgrade to this driver uh so you know it it can be a slippery slope in the best kind of way Mm. um to put it one way another thing i have on this list a hoodie there are some pretty good golf hoodies out there and i I found one in particular that i really liked it's from a brand called swanies and it is a tiger goat hoodie it is a it's an emblem of a goat on the hoodie with tiger stripes. That's all. Enough said. You don't need anything else. It is. 
it's perfect for on the course. It's perfect for off the course. It shows you're a golfer. It shows you're keen to what's going on. I'd really like that. One. Where are you at with hoodies on the golf course? Do you wear them? I love it. Um, I, I don't not wear them. I don't really like have a rotation of go-to I hoodies. See. Got like one or two. Um, but I'm all for it. I have no problem with it. I don't, I'm not like against it. I just haven't built out that part of my wardrobe yet. See, here's the thing. It's not, it's not a sweatshirt versus not a sweatshirt with me. It's a hood versus a non hood, a hood on anything. I'm not really a fan of, uh, it's just something else to distract me during my golf swing that I don't really need a nice crew neck. Like you sent me that really nice crew neck, the corner club open, uh, champions crew neck. Uh, and I sported that thing in Canada on a hike. And oh my gosh, Nick, let me tell you that. W- I don't know if it was your intention, but that is a beautiful item that you got me that I'm definitely going to wear in the golf course. It's really like moved me into a crew neck era of my life that I didn't think was going to happen. So I'm all about the sweatshirt, the crew neck, but the hoodie, I just can't handle it. It's just flopping around in the wind and it's hitting me on the backswing. I'm, I'm not interested, but a sweatshirt, I'm all for it. I, I gotta be honest. I, uh, I'm huge into the crew necks. I, I, the last like two or three years, I've added a few, and they're just. I don't need it. I don't need the little kangaroo pouch. I don't need the hood. I don't use either no. of those things. They get in the way, like you said. The crew neck is just nice and clean. You right. Can, I can wear it, like especially in the work from home era. It's 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 work from home, like nine or ten months a year. It's it's perfect. Uh, it's so a hoodie cool. is like the cargo pants of sweatshirts. Like it's all this extra so stuff true. that I don't really need. It's, it's so true. Um, the last thing on the under $50 premium balls. If you know somebody's brand of balls or if they're the kind of golfer who just plays whatever, um, like a pro V one or, or whatever it is like a, there, there are no shortage of $50 golf balls out there for a dozen, a, a box of premium golf balls is great with the caveat that you either need to know their brand or know that they don't care what brand of footballs they play. That's really important. Um, also, Piper Golf, promo code TURN10 at checkout. Can you buy Titleist for under $50 now? I don't think you can. I think Titleists are close to $60 now. Yeah, you can definitely spend 60 on a dozen of Titleists, but I bet you could find... Uh, like a 2021 model. It's, it's so funny when they talk about <laughs> exactly. like the previous model of Pro V1. Like It's still a kick-ass golf ball. I've really gotten into... Right. You know it's a fun one if I can throw something in here? If you can find a high yeah. number on the golf ball... That is fantastic. I got, I've been really into buying boxes of five, six, seven, eight. So instead of the ball saying one, two, three, four, getting the higher number on there, like I think it's tailor made, does the numbers like one to 99. Anything with uncommon numbers on them is a great gift for a golfer because it's going to have them stand out. It'll be like, it won't be like the issue Nick had where he had the two tone golf ball and he almost got in a fight with a guy over it from the summer <laughs> that was my plan no, excuse me that yes. of course that was your playing partner you're too uh calm on the golf course for that sort of behavior but anything with an ir- <laughs> anything with an irregular number i think is an excellent touch that you can put on a gift and that kind of leads me into the next category of golf gifts personalized golf gifts uh one of my favorite like golf gifts of the year that i that i don't have but i i've kind of like find myself wanting is a golf ball stamp so that you can actually put somebody's photo onto a stamp that stamps golf balls. So there, you can do any, you could, it could be your pet's photo. It could be your photo. It could be your, you know, significant other's photo. It could be a logo, whatever it is, but like golf ball stamps. I don't know why they're kind of dorky, but I've found myself like seeing more and more of them and being like, Hey, that's kind of cool. What um, is it? There are all sorts of, I don't know what it is. It's just, a, 
So instead of taking a Sharpie and like drawing a little design mm. on, on this one of your golf balls, it's just a stamp that has whatever pattern you pick. Like I said, it could it could literally be your mug, Joe, and you just stamp your mug on all your golf balls. <laughs> They're kind of clever. It's kind of funny. Um, in terms of a personalized golf gift, again, a lot of people do these with with their dogs. Um, so, you know, it, it could be kind of a, a fun way to um, personalize all your golf balls. And those are pretty inexpensive, too. Another, a couple more, more expensive personalized golf gifts. Joe, have you ever done the My Joys? No. Is, is that a, I'm guessing that's is a, that no. a foot joy thing? It is okay. a foot joy thing. It's a foot joy thing where you pick a model of shoe and there's like, I don't know, three or four different models that are available. And it's basically a blank slate. And mm. you can put whatever color combos you want. Like you can pick, I want a, I want a black saddle with, you know, brown accents. And you can put like initials or a little logo on the heel. Every single element of the shoe, you can like pick your color, pick your style, pick your whatever, and completely customize a pair of foot joys. And it's it's called my joys. So I like that. this would be a really cool way since foot joys are, you know, they're premium yeah. golf shoes. There's, there's no question brand. about that. It's a top brand. And to create a pair of foot joys that nobody else on planet Earth has and that are special and unique to that person who's getting it, that's a really awesome personalized golf gift. Again, that's probably going to run you, I don't know, one or 200 bucks. Well, definitely more than 100. Um, but but a good way to uh, to show the person you really care. The next one I have, the Glenlivet lets you customize a label. So, wow. so you could get a, a bottle of scotch that has, whether it's just like two Joe or like, you know, 12 year anniversary of the 67 or whatever it is. <laughs> hole in, do they have a hole in one this year? Uh, whatever it is. So just a kind of a, a cool. Four birdies only. On there. <laughs> exactly. Or, or just, you know, I think there's a, a, a large cross section of people who, want golf gifts and people who want more whiskey in their lives. So uh, I thought that was always a, a good mm. one. And the last one that I like in terms of the personalized golf gifts, make their home course into a really beautiful piece of golf art. Mm. There are a few different options out here. If you go on Etsy and do like golf course art, there are a few where you can just pick any course and and they'll turn it into like a watercolor style aerial map they're really cool and it'll be very personal to the person who's getting it because everybody has a favorite course and it's probably not like augusta like i don't i don't really need an augusta map in my house like that might be kind of neat but like it's not really going to resonate with me but take their home course take the course that's most special to them make it a map a piece of art they'll hang it they will obsess over this piece for probably two decades and if if Either of our significant others are listening. I think you both know what the course we want is. And no, Lacey, it's not Glendivere. It's in Moscow, Idaho, in case you're wondering. Okay. Next category. Funny golf Oh, gifts. this one's tough. This is a tough one, Nick. This is a slippery slope. I, I will I will take this with pride because oh. there are there are some good funny golf gifts out there. Now, I, I've got to kind of warn you. Later on, I've got a category for white elephant golf okay. gifts. So the, the differentiating factor, two things. A funny golf gift is something that the person is is more likely than not actually going to use, whether or not like it's it's even though it's not serious, they're probably going to get some use out of it. White elephant, nobody's ever going to use these things. Also, they need to be a lot cheaper um, than just like a funny golf gift. 
the number one thing I have for funny golf skits, which which I would use these, they're I, I found them to be hilarious. These are these Tiger Woods golf tees. It's essentially a golf tee size mannequin of Tiger Woods, like Sunday his Sunday red, his black pants, and he's got his arms over his head, <laughs> holding your golf ball, like as if as if his arms are holding a trophy over his head. It's holding. His hands make the tee, and he's holding your. There's no way that you would hit a good tee shot off of that. Imagine, like, oh man, I got this tight par four, but if I hit a big one, I have a good chance for birdie. Like, are you really gonna hit a good one off of that tee? I don't know. I saw these, and I couldn't stop laughing. I thought this is this is perfect because, like, you don't have to give this to somebody thinking, like, uh oh, this isn't their brand of tees, or this isn't, you know, it's just like, holy shit, that's funny. I would never have expected to see that. Also, it's functional. Like, even though you wouldn't buy these for yourself, yeah. like, it still functions as a golf tee. And <laughs> it's really funny. No doubt it's going to be a conversation starter as soon as you peg it up. Um, <laughs> that is funny. Okay. Battle putt is a putting mat. It's like a practice putting mat with beer pong built in. So it's it's six cups on each side and the triangle formulation. And it's, just, it's beer pong. And I love this because... A, it's it's actually a good. Actually, I actually have this. We bought it for Ashley's birthday party a couple huh. years ago. Um, it's it's a good putting mat in itself. Like you can you can just practice putting on it like any putting mat. But also when you're having a tailgate or a barbecue or a get together, there's non golfers there. You just roll it out, get a couple putters out there, and, and hit some putts. So it's entertainment, but it's also functions as a putting mat, just like any other putting mat would. I love that. Lacey's brother made us something similar years ago, uh, Chippo, where it's basically like. He um, turned a cornhole boards basically into golf holes. And so there's like a big one and then two small ones. And you get one point for the small one, three for the one point for the big one, three for the small one. And it's, it's, it's basically the same idea, but with chipping. Yeah, it's, it's great. Anything that you can get non-golfers right. kind of having fun and competitive in something where like in your mind, you're just practicing golf. Yeah. It's a win-win. Um. The last one in the funny category, a beer sleeve. Maybe it's funny. Maybe it's just practical. I don't know if you've seen these, Joe. It is basically a cooler that is stacked seven beer cans on top of each other. So, like, you've made, like, a beer tower before sure. where you just stack stack them straight up. It's, so, it's a big sleeve that holds those. You can put, like, these, like, ice pucks in between that keep everything cold. And it drops right into a club slot in your golf bag. So, it's super discreet, like... The starter's not going to see it. You're just going to have seven beers in your like where your pitching wedge normally goes, and uh, bring it right out onto the course. Where are you right now at, at this time in your life, sneaking alcohol into the golf course? Are you like, you know, you could go either way. Are you kind of over it? Like, I'll just buy it or I'll get it in the clubhouse. Or is it all situational? I, I don't think I brought my own alcohol to the golf course at all this year. I don't think I've, I've done it in a few yeah. years. Somebody made the point to me a couple of years ago that it it's like essentially the same thing as bringing your own, like sneaking your own beer into a bar. And like, once I started thinking of it from that perspective, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And actually I played with Ashley once this year, a couple times this year, but, but she was like loading up a cooler with beer. And I was like, we'll just buy it there, Ash. And she's like, you're going to buy beer at the golf course. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I am. Um, yeah, I, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not against it. Like if, if, if I'm with, if I'm with the bros and, and someone's bringing a cooler, I'm not going to be like, guys, I'm not going to, I'm not going to participate in this. You know, I think it's just like, be cool about it. If you know how to get away with it and you know how to not be a distraction and potentially get thrown off the golf course, go with God. But 
if you're an asshole about it and you're being really obvious and then you also like make a big show about it when you're caught, like then you're just not someone I want to play golf with. I think I generally default to buying alcohol at the golf course, especially if they have a full bar. Um, if you want to sneak a flask, that's super easy to do. But like trying to load a whole cooler into your car is, I don't know. It's kind of whack. We're almost 40. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, seriously. There's a point where it goes from being like, economical where there was a time I couldn't afford yeah. beers unless they were like the 75 cent beers I had in my fridge. That makes perfect yep. sense right now. I, I can, I can buy a $3. Beer. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, the next category luxury golf. Ooh, beers. now you're talking. Thing you, you probably wouldn't buy yourself, but any golfer would, would love. Um, not a lot of just like straight up golf club recommendations, but this one is across the board. Every golfer would love it. Scotty Cameron, super select Newport two, the blade style putter from Scotty Cameron. Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, oh, this damn what I play a map. This isn't my style. Yeah. Placey, if that was under the tree, I'd be like, I'm going to figure it out. This is, this is probably going to help my budding. <laughs> exactly. The, the, you know, I, I normally would say you should be fit. You should know all your specs, yada, yada, yada. The Scotty Cameron Blade Putter is the safest, best luxury golf club gift you can give. It's like it's the other thing. I, if, if if I may, it's like getting someone a box of Pro V ones. It's the putter version of that. It's like the best available, most transferable putter you can possibly have. Exactly, exactly, and like it's a classic. Like that'll be in the bag for twenty years, and then in twenty years, it's going to be worth more than it is today because it's like a bit. Yeah, I don't know how I don't know how Scotty Cameron and Titleist are doing this, yep. but but it's it's a racket. Uh, the next thing, a ghost golf bag. I don't know if you've seen these. No. Joe. Um, the, the bags from ghost, ghost golf. They're, they're very clean. Googling. They're very high class. Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. Um, I like the all black version. It's like, it's just a, it's just a next level stunning golf bag. That's super clean, super fresh, super expensive. Uh, you probably wouldn't, you probably wouldn't be buying this yourself, but if somebody gifts it to you, it will be your go-to bag until the until the stand breaks off. Yeah, that is beautiful. I'm actually in the market for a new golf bag. So uh you know, Lace, if you do want to get this one for me, that would be that would be that's that looks like a beautiful, sturdy, like maybe even waterproof resistant. It, that that thing's gorgeous. Water ball sleeves, multiple. Glove keeper. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's got everything. It's oh my god! It's if you want to say luxury, this is so funny. So it says all the things: glove keeper, carver five and legs, rain hood, limited edition. The last thing it says on the features: this is listed as a feature. No discounts. Golf bags are limited edition drops, and no discounts are available on them. So you either pay for it or you don't. There is, baby. There are there are some Black Friday specials going on, but yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's, um, it's no Ghost. joke. Wow, never heard of that brand. Good for you. Good wreck. Okay, we're gonna go from from one end of the spectrum to the other. We're going from luxury to white elephant. Let's go. This is our last category of golf gifts. If you're going to a white elephant party that's golf themed, or just any white elephant party where you think like a small section of the of the party goers will be golfers, here are a, a few I think funny and good golf gifts. All here. right, um, iron covers. That's <laughs> I think are an awesome white one. elephant golf gift because again. These are not gifts you expect people to use. You want them to have a little bit of shock value, a little bit of WTF value, and you want everyone else to start laughing. So iron covers are, are a perfect white elephant gift, and you can get them for relatively cheap. I think you can find them for like 20 bucks for a set on Amazon. Um, 
I find those to be quite can funny. We, can we pause on iron covers real quick? Why yeah. do they still sell these? Who are they for? Who uses them? Because I don't think someone who is new... To, okay, maybe, maybe I should take that back. Maybe it's someone who's new to golf. Because like, if you are even a bad golfer, but if you are somewhat experienced, you're going to be around enough people who are not using iron covers where it has to sink in at a certain point that this is an irregular thing to put on irons. Who is in the market for these? I don't know. I mean, we could read the reviews on these iron covers on Amazon. I feel like it's one of those things where the second you get to the golf course, it's like it's like when you show up somewhere underdressed. Mm. Um, you're you like instantly are like, oh shit! Like I I can't do anything about this right now. But like I, I have clearly made a mistake. When you're in a wedding, you're the only um, person not wearing a suit, and it's like fuck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You're like, well, it's it's 98 <laughs> degrees. I thought everyone was gonna be in a t-shirt. Um, exactly, because you're not gonna be like playing for six months and be like oh man i'm the only guy with ice it's so weird it's gonna be like instantly it's like oh nobody's using right i get it yeah um there are literally branded crappy golf balls on amazon these i found these to be hilarious so it's just like a sack of crappy golf balls like not cleaned there are a mixture of range balls yellow balls white balls red balls like the the dirtiest ugliest most despicable golf balls you could find in one bag um this is great white elephant gift it's, it's literally like you, you don't even have to buy this on amazon you could just go to a golf yeah. course like like the hole that's next to the driving range pick up 12 balls put them in a bag and, and say here you go love it and the last one i put this as a white elephant gift but i i might i might put this in my own bag any any pulp fiction fans out there will appreciate it the 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 leather powder cover that just says bad motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Does that exist? It, it, it does. Oh, that's amazing. I, I just watched the, uh, it, it was on TV the other day and I watched like the last scene. It's the one that says bad motherfucker on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's literally that. And if you have this in your bag, you're just leaving it on every green and then you're, you're telling everybody, grab my powder cover, waiting for someone to say which powder cover is yours. <laughs> it's the one that says. Also, that says bad I'll tell you what. <laughs> You you better have thirty putts or less if you got that thing in your back. You can't be you can't be having forty two putts if it says bad motherfucker on it. No. Um, okay, Nick, that's that's an incredible golf guy. Thank you. Can you, off the top of your head, give me the best or worst or maybe just the most memorable golf gift that you've received? Not only for the holidays, but at any point. What was the best golf gift that you've ever received? I can go first if you can't. I've got I I know off the top of my head. You do go ahead. Well, I've got I've got a couple. Okay, great. Ashley, when we lived in Hawaii, um, she got me a she bought me two rounds at Turtle Bay Resort. There's two courses wow. there, so she got me. She basically said, "Go have a day, play 36 at, at at Turtle Bay, two courses." It was incredible. Like you know, you're you're hitting a seven iron into the green, and there's like waves crashing on the ocean, like 20 feet from you. Uh, that was what I'll never I'll never forget. And then also she. Um, Bought me my driver, Ping G425, oh. a couple years ago for our anniversary, uh, the the wood anniversary. Um, so it was uh, it was awesome. That that's a driver will be in my bag for a long time. That's amazing. Yeah, mine is from Lace. Um, so also from the lady. It was like only like the first or second year we were dating, so it was pretty early. And she doesn't 
well, she knows way too much about golf now. Um, quick side story. They had literally, we, we watched Jeopardy, I don't know, a couple days a week. And I shit you not, the category was golf the other day. And Lace almost ran the category. She she didn't quite get the $1,000 question, which was controversial, which we'll get to a little bit later. Um, but she got me a, a brand new golf bag. And I was like, she's never she never bought me a golf gift. Uh, I think I maybe had mentioned in passing that I wanted a bag. And it was just in the driveway waiting for me on my birthday when I woke up one day. I was like, this girl is amazing. And uh, I've, I've lived awesome. in her house for eight years. So yeah, she's a keeper. Okay, real quick, before I forget, did you see that controversial Jeopardy question? I know I missed it. It was. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how I missed it. It was basically asking, "What is the name for scoring three under par on a hole?" Mm. And I said, "Albatross." No one answered it, and Ken Ken Jennings said, "Double Eagle." Now there was a bit about it was also the name for a coin, so I think technically Albatross would have been incorrect as opposed to Double Eagle, but mm. still. Golf Twitter had some fun with it, and it was a little bit controversial. But yes, Albatross, Double Eagle, three under par. God, I, I love a juicy golf controversy. Man, that sounds, that sounds heated. <laughs> Speaking of controversy, it is time for the Mad Golfer of the Week. It's brought to you by Piper Golf, tour-quality golf balls at amateur prices. Golf Monthly says the Piper Black might be the best golf ball you've never heard of and the best value in its category. Get an even better value using promo code TURN10 at check out now nick i know that you are in search of a new home course i'm trying to help you so what i did was i plugged into google golf courses near cumberland rhode island and one came up i don't know if this is under consideration but we're going to lincoln rhode island we're going to lincoln Mm. country club for a mad golf for the week i hope that this helps you in your decision making this is from ronan michael quote Asked for a Corona light with two limes, got one lime and no bottle, and it was poured into a warm glass, and to boot, the beer was flat. Okay, chicken tenders appetizers, 11 to $12, was heavily breaded. I had a hard time finding the chicken. Very disappointing. <laughs> Fish and chips, how could you go wrong? They looked like they pulled out of a box from a frozen food section at Stop and Shop, and they were fried or glued together. When cutting the fish, it was all grease. Yuck! The fish looked even different colors. Whatever happens to straight-cut french fries? Why do seasoned fried even exist? Ugh. Coleslaw had barely any flavor or seasoning. Would I go back? Not a chance. Come on, do better. Okay. Ronan, 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 Ronan. Um, you're going to a golf course. You're ordering chicken tenders and fish and chips and french fries like these are all things that every 15 year old knows come straight out of the freezer (laughs) into the deep fryer and onto your plate like where are your expectations um lincoln country club is if i go private this is this is the front run um but but the guy at the at the virtual driving range i've been to a couple times as a member there and he keeps saying you should join the waiting list is only one or two years and i'm it's a nine-hole track. It's right between my house and the daycare where I pick my oh, man. Up, pick my kids up. So from a convenience perspective, it, it's very good. It is, for a private club, affordable, but still not sure I could play enough golf to to make it worth it. Um, but yeah, it's on the list. And in, getting a Corona with lump, one lime when you ask for two is certainly not going to uh, be a deal breaker for me. 
Uh, is it is it on the podium right now? Is it in the top three? Probably not. Okay. I I just don't think I just don't think there's a chance I'm going to be able to justify a, a country club membership at, at this stage of my life with a one year old and a two year old. I don't think I don't think I can justify us doing a real podcast about this without Ashley on. I don't I, I, I don't know if that's possible. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that's a really good I think that's a really good idea. Okay, good. Okay, good. Congrats. Or a really terrible idea. <laughs> Either or. Congrats to Rona Michael. You are the mad golfer of the week. With that, it is now time for Nick Rolls. Brought to you by Matchstick Golf. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout. Joe, we've spent a lot of Nick Rules lately um, teaching people how to cheat. Mm. Yes. I feel like. <laughs> yes, and, and cheat their handicaps. <laughs> It's true. I went from like giving all these like PGA Tour and Ryder Cup rules, and I'm like, I gotta get like more applicable <laughs> rules. Now it's just like, here's how to cheat, like take it or leave it. So we're gonna follow that that trend. Um, this is model local rule F14, oh, no. and I bring this up because we've just taught our listeners that they can play by any model local rule they feel like at any time they feel like, and post the score to their handicap if they so choose. And this one. Is, is fitting, and I actually think it's a good one. And I actually, I, I'll be straightforward. Knowing this information right now, I would not hesitate one bit to implement this model local rule um, in my own personal casual rounds. And it deals with accumulations of loose impediments mm. at certain times of the year. Piles of loose impediments, such as leaves, seeds, or acorns, may make it difficult for a player to find or play his or her ball. A committee can choose to treat such piles of loose impediments in the general area or in a bunker as ground under repair, from which free relief is allowed under Rule 16.1. But I have to know that my ball, I have to like identify my ball in there. It can't just be there's humongous piles of grass or leaves everywhere. And it's like, well, shit, I know my ball's in one of these, but I can't find my ball. Is that correct? Well, the caveat to that is if it is known or virtually certain that your ball is there like so there there's the known or virtually certain rule where like you don't have to take a penalty if if you know your ball like basically if your ball is embedded in in like if it plugs right right? if you if you know if you know your ball was going into the towards the fairway and it it plugged and you're walking on the ground and squishy underneath you you don't have to take a penalty in that scenario so this would be the same thing if you know your ball is in this pile of leaves given that it's it's the committee this local rule makes that ground under repair Therefore, you don't have to identify your ball if it's in ground under repair. If you are virtually certain that your ball is in this pile of leaves, you can circumvent that that process of identifying your ball and therefore basically get freely relief out of a pile of leaves. I think that that's a really good rule and smart rule. And can I just add, and I'm sure I've pointed this out before, anytime the word committee is used in relation to you and your dickhead friends out on the golf course determining <laughs> if your ball is in a pile of leaves, it's just so goddamn funny. The committee, it's like, okay, well, Jason's almost blacked out. Shane's two fairways over getting his ball. Okay, okay can we get the committee over here and make a ruling? It's it's so funny. The committee makes it sound like Slugger White is out there with his clipboard and his walkie-talkie right. getting into the PGA Tour. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't find anyone near me to make a ruling, so I just drop one, not take a stroke, and on my way I am. There you go. And that is Nick Rolls. Um, yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, thank you for all those gift suggestions. I think those are I think those are really strong. If you had to 
purchase a gift for the golfer in your life, which of the categories would you go with? The under 50, the personalized, the funny, the luxury, the white elephant. Um, I mean, under 50 is always a safe always one. Always a safe one. You know, because, you know, you don't necessarily want like the big gift. Even if you're going to give this person more than a $50 golf, you don't necessarily need the big one to be a golf yeah. gift. Um, but I do like the personalized as well. Like if you, if you want to kind of go all out, like a golf course map or, or personalized my joys will be pretty sweet. I combined those two, the under 50 and the personalized a few years back for one of the guys in my group. Seamus is like kind of a luxury brand that's local. They make really nice, yeah. high quality head covers. I'm sure you've heard of them. And, and I got him just like a really nice, just sort of like wooden engraved bag tag for like $25. And it was just a really solid gift. He still has it on his bag. So that's a good one. But again, you know, Lace, if yeah. you want to go luxury, I'm I'm available. Again, that is a Scotty Cameron Super Select Newport 2 is what Nick was talking about. I'm happy to... Lace, it's the Blade Edition. Just look for the Blade Edition. <laughs> I'm happy I'm happy to, to point it out to you if, uh, if you need help. Okay, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Good luck posting those final rounds. Um, very excited for what we have coming up during this offseason on the podcast. We'll, we'll talk soon. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time at The Turn.